You're listening to The Lovish Podcast, and I'm your host, Dr. Sita Hood, vision architect and licensed therapist. Each week, I'm going to help you to develop the belief and strategy necessary to make an immediate impact on the world by deep diving into topics like mental wellness, faith, relationships, and you guessed it, love. I should mention before we hop into the show, this is not a substitute for a relationship with a licensed therapist. You ready? Let's get it. Welcome back for another episode of the Lovish Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Sita Hood, vision architect and licensed therapist. How are you doing today? What's in your mug? Inside of my mug, we have a Chick-fil-A vanilla coffee. I think it's just a vanilla coffee, not a latte, but it's iced. It's Diso. I decided to give it a try and it tastes really good. And of course, we have our handy dandy water on deck in the 24K Club water cup. Okay. Emotionally, mentally, where am I at? I am in a good space. I'm in a really good headspace. Emotional regulation is key for getting through seasons of transition. And it's necessary, right? Because when you are in a season of transition, when you are growing, becoming, morphing, or even returning to who you were originally designed to be, your emotions are all over the place, you know? And let, let's really clarify what a season of transition could look like. A new job, a new house, a divorce, a breakup, a new marriage, a new baby, a new promotion, a new business. There's a lot of seasons of transition that could happen. Moving out, moving to a new place like there's literally like moving out from your parents house moving to a new state a lot of life transition that can cause your emotions to be all over the place and you feel like you are quotation mark going crazy because your emotions are all over the place but in reality you just need to do a little bit of focused emotional regulation and i think the root cause of why our emotions are going haywire is fear. Fear of the unknown, fear of what to anticipate, fear of what to expect, because it's a new thing. It's new territory. And so we're not quite sure how to respond because most often we're pushed out of our comfort zone. And there's a fear of rejection that comes in and a fear that people won't accept you. You know, there's fear that everything will go wrong because our brains automatically often go to the negative side of what if. And so I want to talk to you today about how to kick fears butt, okay? First, we're going to have a word from our sponsor for this episode. Meet me poolside in Arizona? You're tired of feeling alone and trapped in a cycle of mediocrity. You're tired of constantly juggling all the things to work in a job where you have no control over the work you do. And if one more person tells you just how easy it is to manifest your dreams, you are going to scream. You don't wanna keep complaining because you know you're really blessed but you just feel really miserable where you are and terrified to take the first step. That's why we're here. 
We're the Million Collective Inc. And we're going to help you ditch your notebook and launch your project in as little as three months. It's time to unlock the boldest version of you. No more million dollar ideas trapped in your notebooks or in the notes section of your phone. Deep down, you know you've got the genius, the tenacity, and the boldness to bring this project to life. But right now, the path there feels clouded with self-doubt. You want a clear step-by-step strategy to make this project a reality. You want to connect with other bold dreamers just like you. You want a launch strategy that leaves people ecstatic about your project release date. And you wanna escape hustle culture knowing the work that you do makes a difference. We're looking to partner with you. Join 24K Vision, a 90-day accelerator for audacious visionaries to ditch their notebooks and launch their project. Need the quick details? 90 days of support, accountability, and hot seat consulting on our group calls, a four-day immersive intimate weekend experience at the Andes Luxury Resort and Spa in Scottsdale, Arizona, six months of access to the 24K Club to connect with other audacious visionaries, access to our signature system, the Visionary Blueprint, and so much more. This is not just another program. It is a blueprint and a launch strategy and we can't wait to partner with you to make your dreams a reality go ahead and click the link in the show notes or below this video to learn more I know in a lot of cases, we talk about fear as a healthy motivator, and I think it can be a healthy motivator, but also sometimes fear is a thief. And sometimes fear can rob you of your future if you let it. So today we're going to talk about the five steps to kick fear's butt so that you can stop letting it snatch your edges and your future. Okay. Okay. So I want to tell you, I want to cue you into a conversation that I had with someone last week about a vision that they had for a program on their job. This woman works in leadership. She's ambitious. She's amazing. She's fierce. She's dope. She's creative. She's all the things, right? She has this idea, which I could sense in her, right? And so we start to talking. She's like, okay, fine. I'll tell you my idea. I'll tell you what I want to do. And as she's telling me her idea and what she wants to do, I'm getting so excited and so fired up because I can see this for her. I'm like, ooh, yes, girl, dope. Yes, I could see where the pieces will fall in place for you. Well, she tells me that like she already talked to people at her job about it. They're super excited and, you know, it's getting all this buzz, but there's been no action taken and it's because she hasn't taken action. So I said, well, why? Why haven't you taken action? And she's like, I don't know. I don't know. I can't really pinpoint. I'm not sure what's wrong with me. I don't know what's going on with me. And I said, you're afraid. She's like, I don't think so. I'm like, okay. We did some more digging and unpacking and we came to acknowledge, yes, it was fear that was holding her back. So once we got there, I said, tell me what you're afraid of. She said, I'm afraid that I'm going to do all this work and it's going to fail. And I said, okay well, what does failure look like to you? And she said, it looks like this space that I designed being empty. 
It looks like not enough people being invested in my vision. It looks like nobody actually caring to help me and come alongside me with this. And I said, all right, let's play worst case scenario. If that were to happen, what would you do? Just take a second and think about what you would do. And so instantly she starts to say, well, I would reach out and do this. I would do that. I would probably put this in place. And then I would go there. I said, do you see how you just solved that problem? That is literally your worst fear, but you just solved that problem. So really there's not a reason for you not to start. And then she said, well, also it's not just about that. It's so big. It's such a huge idea. And I said, I'll tell you what you need. You need a you. That's what you need. And she's like, okay, well, what do you mean? When you are an ambitious woman and you have a vision for something, a vision for your life, a vision for a program, a vision for expansion, you need a you. You need someone who thinks like you, who can put all the pieces of the puzzle together for you, who can help you bring structure to your chaotic thoughts, who will walk alongside you to literally birth your vision. And so she was like, yes, yes, that is exactly what I need. And then I tell her, you know, just sharing this thought with people, you are 65% more likely to achieve that. And she's like, wow, really? I said, yes, the American Society of Training and Development published this research a while ago. And then the article goes on to say that if you actually have an accountability partner, you are 95% more likely to accomplish your goal. She was like, wow, 95%? That's pretty dope. I said, yes. So then let me ask you a couple of more questions. Are you willing to give it all you've got to see this thing come to life? She was like, yes. Okay. So the only way that you quotation mark fail is if you stop. You already have everything that you need. The only thing that you're missing is an accountability partner, is the strategy and bringing all the pieces together. But you can find that. That's not a big deal. That's not a big deal at all. So we have to push past fear and taking action is the thing that allows us to push past fear. So here are the five steps that are in that story. And these are the five steps that I teach clients when we're talking about failing forward and moving beyond our fear. One, acknowledge that the fear is here. If a thief coming up in my house, I don't know about you, I'm not staying tucked in the bed, honey. I'm not staying tucked in the bed. Do you hear me? So you have to acknowledge that the fear is here. Then you have to figure out exactly what you're afraid of. Because if we go and we taking shots in the dark and we don't know what's happening, we likely going to get knocked out, beat up, dealt with. It's going to extend the fight that we're having with this thief who's trying to break in and steal what we got, right? So you have to figure out exactly what it's afraid of. If we're afraid of a spirit of rejection, okay, boom, we're going to get some people that back us up 100%, period. Uh, we're not going to stay there. And then number three is to decide what you're going to do. That's going to be my first option. If I'm sitting upstairs in my bed, I hear somebody in my house that's unauthorized. I'm like, okay. I'm scared they're going to come upstairs and hurt me and my kids. That's the figuring out what you're afraid of. Okay, now we're going to go and pick a weapon. Deciding what you're going to do. I'm going to pick a weapon. But I'm going to call the police. And then I'm going to pick a weapon. I'm going to do both. First of all, I'm going to do both. I'm going to do both. I'm going to do both. <laughs> 
So deciding exactly what you're going to do. When I walked her through that plan, we figured out she was afraid that people wouldn't support her adequately. So once we figured that out, we decided what she would do if that situation ever came up. And then step number four is going to be calling for backup or reinforcements. So in this particular situation, we called the police. Definitely if husband sleep, we're going to wake him up because that's the reinforcement on the spot. We're not going to just sit back and let this happen, right? And so what she and I talked about with her vision, calling in that support system, calling in the accountability partner, calling in whatever you need, you can problem solve. You can problem solve. This is the reason why you're in the position in life that you are right now, because you have come up against a bunch of problems that now you've probably minimized. But if you look back and you see like, oh, I did that. I, I handled that. I got through that. If you consider that, you know how to problem solve and you know what you need to do. So then you just need some reinforcements or some backup. And then step number five is to take action. Action minimizes fear because once we get the ball rolling, it may be a slow start. I want you to think about some dough or you think about uh, some snow that you rolling up into a ball. It's a slow start to get it going. But once that ball gets a rolling, more snow just packing and packing and packing and packing and momentum is built. And once momentum is built, then that thing accelerates and it takes off. And the impact that it has is an avalanche impact. So that's the exact same thing once we can move past the fear once we take a baby action oh that wasn't so hard even figuring out what you're afraid of and deciding how you will deal with that once you get past that that's a battle because it's a mental battle in your mind first and then you push past that and that action causes the fear to grow smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller and it's not as big of a deal as you thought it was there's one of my favorite songs that I play when I'm battling with anxiety or fear. They told you that you couldn't do it because you washed up. And like them bad girls said, you should get your salsa. I got this plan that y'all might not understand. I'm going to go hard as I can and I'm going to be the boss of it. Just watch me do it. Put no limits, only swag on it. Walk right up to the front where I belong and brag on it. Go to the top. I'm going to give it all I got. Might take a lot because we ain't going to ever stop. I do believe I'm something special. Can't take that from me. So you can say what you want. I go harder, stronger, be who I'm supposed to be because I'm unstoppable. If that song don't motivate you, honey, I don't know what does. That's Unstoppable by Korean Hawthorne. And literally, I love the words to that because there are no limits when you allow yourself to dream, when you allow yourself to see the bigger picture, when you go forward, regardless of how afraid you are. I was so thrilled to be able to share Megan's story in her work with Stanford University. I'm so incredibly proud of her because when Megan came to me, Megan had this narrative in her head. She knew what she wanted to accomplish, but she had this narrative in her head like, can I do this work? Can I do this systemic work to challenge systemic oppression as a white woman. And I'm like, absolutely, you can. There are a specific set of people that you are meant to inspire to action, to push to action. And so she pushed past her fear and her course is going on right now. I'm so proud of her. And if you hear this episode, Megan, I'm so proud of you, girl, literally. But you already know that because I've already told you this. 
but her course at Stanford is currently in progress right now. So she is impacting 250 people's lives, pouring into 250 people. And guess what? Those 250 people will go and talk about Megan and they will refer people to Megan and pull people back to Megan. And that is how we impact systems. That is how we create change, but it doesn't happen if you let fear keep you paralyzed. And just like Megan, just like me way back when, just like my clients, just like Rihanna, just like Oprah, just like anybody else that you could look up to, you have to push past fear. So I'm going to give you a really quick recap on those steps. One, acknowledge that it's here. Two, figure out what you're afraid of. Three, decide what you're going to do. Four, call for backup, aka reinforcements. Five, take action. Action minimizes fear. And then I want to give you this bonus tip. I want you to prepare for future attacks as much as possible. And the way that you can prepare for future attacks, you can have an alarm system. You can have one of those sticks things from Brink's Home Security that uh, wedges up against your door. You prepare. You don't want that to be the case. But in the event that things go wrong, you have a plan of action. You are prepared. You have a thought process, even women carrying mace around. I remember, and I still do this, walking to my car with my keys already out on the button, ready to hop in the car when I'm in a parking lot. Might seem like a lot, but there's a preparation there just in case something goes wrong. I don't want it to, but just in case, I want to be in the best possible position to respond. So I want you to think about that today. Whatever it is that you might be afraid of, whatever new terror territory you are in, you're not called to just walk into that territory and sit on the sidelines. You are called to dominate. This season of your life is for dominating territory. I want you to know that I feel that so clearly and I know you feel it too. I know you do. You are meant to dominate. You are meant to impact. So it's time to push past fear and take territory. It's time to talk about what I've been loving, product recommendations, shout outs to family and friends, and overall gratitude. Let's get into it. Welcome back for another What I've Been Loving. I am so excited about this What I've Been Loving because, listen, y'all, when you're talking about taking territory, when you're talking about dominating, when you're talking about creating, I, of course, love taking stuff from my head into reality. And so when I was thinking about 24K and thinking about how I wanted to love on these women, right? These are women that do a lot for other people that show up in pretty much every area of their life and pour out and pour out and pour out and pour out. And so when I create experiences, I want them to feel 100% catered to, cared for, thought of, valued, loved. And everything I do is with intention, right? And purpose. And so one of the things that I was super excited and I wanted to include this year in the box that they get, in the wellness box that they get for 24K was a luxury bath set. And I've been testing out scents and all that stuff for forever, right? I'm so proud to introduce you guys. I don't, I didn't put the stuff in just yet, but even the jars are giving, okay? Like I'm gonna have to include a picture 
right here, but I'm just showing y'all like so that y'all could see it in real time. We have the creamy body wash and the triple body butter cream. And I'm so excited. The name of it is Le Doux Rose and it's French for the soft rose. And I'm going to tell you the meaning behind the soft rose. Come on, we just... I had to do it how I saw it in my head, okay? Like, it was more expensive to get the glass jars with the rose, I mean, the gold tops, but 100% worth it because it's the feel of it for me. It's the feel of it. So, Le Doux Rose, it means the soft rose because often ambitious women feel that they can't rest. They feel that they have no space to be soft, to be feminine, to be themselves. But ambitious women can be soft as well. Ambitious women deserve love as well. Ambitious women can drop their cape as well. So that's the reminder of this luxury bath set. You can be soft and ambitious and we can include a little bit of wellness in our daily life that caters to the soft side of us. So that's what I've been loving this week. I know y'all probably can tell that's definitely a passion of mine. <laughs> I love creating products and again, experiences for the women that I get to work with. All right. That's all I have for you this week. If you enjoyed today's episode, share the love, share with your mama, share with your auntie, share with your best friend, then head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review. Reviews help the podcast to grow. Well, that's all I have for you this week. I'll see you out on these social media streets. Bye.